Pickaxe. Howdy, folks. Um, just a reminder, you can swing by iTunes and give us a five-star review. That really helps us out. Uh, make sure that uh, people people see us and, and, and keeps us elevated in the charts there. You can also go to Facebook and uh, give us a like. Uh, Dungeons and Randomness, all spelled out. Uh, we're on Twitter, at DNR Podcast. Um, and we are now on Patreon. For just a few shekels a month, you can help support us and pay the bills uh, and help us grow. Eventually, we're going to get to the point where all of the bills are, are taken care of each month and we can do you know things like hire more artists and 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 do all kinds of stuff that uh, we've been wanting to do if you've seen our character art or, or any of the stuff we've been working on since the kickstarter got funded then you can kind of see where we're going with things and we'd love to expand even more so uh if you go to patreon.com slash d a and d r d a and d r uh then uh, you can check us out there and see what we're offering each month Thank you very much, and enjoy the show. Let's do that thing and go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master. Going around the table, starting with... Let's start with Cat. Hi, I'm Cat Charlie, and I play Fee, the Changeling Fee. And Mac. Hi, I'm Mac, and I play Kaluna Vulgaris, the Wilding Shaman. And Bree. Hi, my name is Brianna Richardson, and I play Jetsia Grace, the Human Warlock. Okay, last time on the show... We had the group arrive at Fairbay. Um, Fairbay is a lovely little town, which you guys kind of caused a bit of a, disrupt, a disruption in there by getting into a fight at the inn, which eventually was settled. Vallis uh, and Kaluna made up, and 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 the party the party seemed to kind of to kind of ease back and relax for the evening. <clears throat> in Odyssea, however, uh, things were not going as well. Um, uh, Una, Una died, um, as, as we know, Bree pretty much snapped and decided to go fight Strahd by herself by climbing the tower and pretty much eradicating the, the roof and ceiling above her and jamming bits and pieces of it into Strahd's, uh, his, his stomach. So last we left off. Um, Strahd was kind of bearing down on that tower and uh, was pretty much going to breathe fire all over it. So you guys have a choice. <clears throat> because the party is so small, um, technically, Bree is a member of your party, but there are no living PCs anywhere near her. So you have the option of just sticking to your thing today and, and we will just we'll, we'll just completely focus on you guys or... At a certain point, we can catch up with Bree and see what's going on. Otherwise, I'll just do like written content for the site. I would like to catch up with Bree. If possible. No, I, like I want all the fans to hate me. Um, I would rather just stick to us because we're more important. Um, okay. I, well, I mean, it's. it's I just want everyone to cuss me out and <laughs> please, everyone send emails saying that I'm a cunt. Do the Bree stuff. Okay, okay, okay. So we'll catch up with Bree. At, at but I do point. want the hate mail. Everyone send in some hate mail to me, okay? I'll give you some of mine. <laughs> Dear Would Bree, you... <laughs> you smell bad. I do How not. They know. <laughs> I just checked. She's kind of bright. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how's about we pick up the next morning in Fairbay? I would imagine everyone's kind of getting their things together. They're they're packing things up. They're getting ready to uh, to hit the road as time is of the essence. But you did need to get some rest. Um, so what is everyone's ritual here? 
getting getting ready to hit the road again. What, what did you guys do the night before to relax besides sleep, obviously? Hmm. Um, probably, didn't we order some wine? I think that happened. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that I was think... relaxing as fuck. Yeah. Would you say that you drank excessively? Uh, would Vallis have drank excessively? <laughs> Vallis would have drank. Um, that is definitely a thing Vallis would have done. So I would say Vallis would need to roll an endurance check. <laughs> would anyone else? I'm I... sure Kaluna, Kaluna probably should. Okay. Kaluna has no so. moderation. <laughs> Jutsia reads all the time. Like, she's probably reading during. So, like, once her vision got blurry, she's like, I'm done. It's cool. <laughs> got reading to do. Drink. She so... is not Let's nearly as relaxed as the rest of us. So, there. <laughs> Okay, Valis rolled a 27. So both Valis and Kaluna can seemingly hold their liquor pretty well. Makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, how does getting drunk work for you? Is there a fermentation process? Like, well, maybe she'll get drunk what? and we don't have to find out. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't have to answer those heavy questions right now. I like how Kaluna's endurance is higher than Valis's. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's all those werewolves. <laughs> Dude, I have some pretty bitchin' endurance, too. Mine well, is higher than Valis's! Holy fuck! Jatsy's been through more physically than Val... Well, I don't know. I mean, if endurance and willpower are kind of the same thing, yeah, which I think insane, they kind of yeah. are, so it makes both, sense. Yeah. I would say they're both strong enough people to survive whatever they've survived, so that's something, but yeah. <laughs> I'm stronger than Valis. La, 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 la. <laughs> you know what? It's all that running. That's, that's it, Yeah. <laughs> He stands in one place that's during fights. Uh, but his fortitude's crazy. Like, that's... My fortitude. So, do me a favor. Uh, Jatsia, roll a perception check, please. Are you sure? Here yeah. we go. 17! Hey! Double digits! Oh. Yeah. That never happens for perception checks. I wanted to see. Uh, so... <laughs> Jatsy, while she's uh, while she's packing up her things and everyone's kind of packing their 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 bag and and getting ready to hit the road again, um, Jatsia is going to find this. Uh, she's going to find a letter in her pack, uh, addressed to her. Um, can I roll another perception check to see if she recognizes like the writing or anything? Um, just please. like on the outside, I imagine it says like Jatsia. Yeah. So finding the letter, you're going to kind of pick it up and. and yeah, just check it look out. Look it over. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> um, you, you don't recognize the handwriting, but you do see that it's um, semi decorative. It, 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 it looks like. It looks like someone tried. It looks like someone tried pretty hard. Uh, it looks like they tried to make it look like fancy, like nice. Okay. Um, I. Suppose I, that Jadzia would open the letter then, because it's maybe not poisoned or anthrax <laughs> or anything. Anthra- anthrax doesn't exist in theory. It's okay. Okay, cool. So here, I'm gonna... to my Jadzia. For so long, I've wanted to express how I truly feel about you, but I simply felt as though I wasn't able to speak the words necessary. Hopefully, I can say what I need in a letter. I've cared for you almost from the moment I saw you, and losing you would be more than I could take. I have not always done well at expressing myself, but I need you to know that I would do anything to protect you, and I would kill anyone who would try to tear us apart. Aww, if this is Valis, that's adorable. (laughs) So, where is Valis right now? Oh, he'd be in the same room, packing. Just getting ready. 
Okay, so um, last time she like kind of was direct with him, like with the hugging and kissing, and then it turned out not to be him, and that was really embarrassing. So um, I think she would probably turn to him and just kind of like sh- like gesture to the letter, like to the letter with her name on it, so that he could see what it is, just to see if he reacts to that at all, like he wrote it. Um, so Phallus is kind of, kind of, uh, everyone has blankets and stuff that they have and they're, they're like a bedroll type of thing. So he's kind of packing everything up. This has Hello Kitty on it, guys. It's a SpongeBob. <laughs> Let's, uh, Phallus is going to look, kind of look at you quizzically. Like what, what, what am I looking at? What, what, it's a letter. Okay. When he clearly doesn't like, when she can tell that he knows, like he doesn't know what it is. Wow. I can't talk. When Jadzia can tell that Valis doesn't really know what it is, she's just going to hand him the whole letter. Oy. Okay. Um, Valis is going to look this thing over. And as, as you're tracking his eyes reading it, an expression comes over his face first of, okay, what's this? And then pure seething rage. And um, after he gets finished, he's going to look, he's going to look Jadzia dead in the eyes. Who wrote it? Jadzia is going to shake her head and kind of look over to her bag really quick. And go, I, I don't know. I just found it in my bag. Um, you can see Val's kind of give this some thought for a minute. The thief. And Jadzia is going to pause for a second and look up and go, you think Thea wrote that? You thought he was the one who gave you the flowers, didn't you? My bag's been with us since we left. There's, there aren't many people who have access to it. And he's just gonna widen his eyes, like, huh? Like that makes sense. What should we do? I'm gonna go talk to him about it, and he is going to pick up his sword and strap it to him. <laughs> Don't pick up your sword. It's not a good idea. He is, uh, yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna get his, he's gonna get. <laughs> He is fully outfitted. Like, he is ready to, <sighs> to leave. either leave. Yeah, let's say leave. Let's say leave. Let's. <laughs> that's all. I mean. Uh, and he is going to kind of stomp out into the hallway. Um, Kaluna. Uh, Kaluna and Fee. Let's let's do this. Um, do me a favor. Both of you roll a perception check, please. I don't want to. 21. Kaluna's 31. just packing everything with her eyes closed. <laughs> just nope. <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> Apparently, with my eyes wide open. Wow, 31. Yep. Um, all of the perception. Uh, both, okay, so both Fee and Kaluna are going to wake up and, and stretch and yawn and do their thing. I, I don't know if Kaluna stretches and yawns, but I imagine she, she sounds like up. a tree. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> she sounds like a treant. Like, just a tree. So, just, just kind of um, getting your things about you, kind of getting your wits about you, and Across the room on on the desk is is a letter. You are going to notice that Merrick is not in the room with you, and there is a letter addressed to the party. Kaluna will grab it. Okay. Um, can Kaluna read common? Nope. <laughs> they can, however, read their own name and Merrick's name. Okay, so you are going to recognize that this letter does address... Kaluna and and it looks to be from Merrick. So that much that much you you have. Beyond that, it's a mystery. Seeing seeing Kaluna like pick it up and have a look over it, um 
Fee is going to say, what you got there? Kaluna's going to kind of squint at it really hard. Just kind of like, eh, and sort of try and pick out words. But then they're going to just sort of shrug and hand it to Fee and say, can you read this for us? And then they're going to start, like, gearing up. Did Jatsia follow Valis? I'd imagine yes, but she's kind of hanging back a little bit because this is super fucking awkward if he's right. Right. Okay. Valis is going to come stomping into Fee and Kaluna's room. Um, and he kind of fills a doorway. Valis has a, has a tendency to kind of block out line of sight for things behind him. So he's going to kind of lumber into, into, into frame here, into the doorway. Um, and just kind of pan around the room really quickly. Meet Fee's eye. We need to talk. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Um, and he's going to look... He's going to kind of look at Kaluna. Let's talk out in the hallway. Okay. Now, Valis has this letter in his hand. Um, and he's going to hand this over to Fee. Did you write this? No, this is... This is far too neat for my handwriting. All right, he's still learning to use his hand again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's that whole thing. Where was it? It was in Jadzia's bag. Who would have put it there? That's what we're trying to figure out. Did you give her flowers before we left Esterholt? <clears throat> no. Why? Why? I'm, I'm, I'm not really a flowers man, but I have no reason to be giving Jadzia flowers. And Palace is going to kind of cut cut eyes over to Jadzia, like, you buying this? You, are you... Jadzia's just going to, um, she, like, she has her arms crossed, like, this is super awkward. She's not even sure if she really bought it in the first place. It was just that she didn't have any other explanation for it. So, she's probably just going to nod, like, I, I kind of believe that. Like, there's... Ew, fee, no! <laughs> not like that. I'm sorry. It's just awkward. And she clearly feels awkward, like, the fact that Valis has to talk for her because the situation is so weird, and also because there's something going on in the back of her head that she just doesn't want to fucking acknowledge. Uh, while, while they're standing in the hallway, uh, Fee's going to look at Jadzia and go, hang on, when, when did you get flowers? Jadzia will say, it was the morning that the Grey Cloaks came. I found flowers in the bedroom, and at first I thought that Valis brought them, but he didn't. And I'm a fairly light sleeper. And she's going to stare at Fee like, you know, and you could sneak by, but she doesn't say that. Yeah. It's kind of implied in her eyes that, like, and you're sneaky, so. You could see where this would be troubling. I entirely understand why, why it would be troubling. Has has anything else of this nature happened recently? Um, Valis is going to kind of look to Jadzia. Just this and the flowers. Fee's going to uh, read over the note again. Um, is is there anything that he would like be able to pick up from like how it's written or how, like, um, like handwriting? Do me a favor, roll perception. Perception or insight? Um, insight's more for conversation. Okay. Like if someone, yeah, I would say perception on this one. Because <clears throat> you're kind Crits. of picking up... Oh, shite. Holy fuck. <laughs> nice. Um, here's the thing. Fee has definitely noticed handwriting 
kind of similar to this. Um, and it was when he was snooping around in the basement of, of Jatsia's house, formerly Dormach's house. And this looks to be something similar to Darmok's handwriting. The tone of voice used is also something that could fit with something Darmok might say, that the tone of the letter, I would kill anyone who would get between that, is pretty pretty in keeping with, with what Darmok would do. Mm. The problem is, Darmok is dead, obviously, yep. and the handwriting doesn't quite match up. It's it's got that shaky kind of vibe to it. Like this person knows calligraphy but has a bad jitter. Hmm. Okay. So so if if you compared them side to side, like um something handwritten by by Dumok and this letter, there will be noticeable differences. Slight discrepancies, yeah. Um sometimes it looks as though the handwriting is neater. Mm. Uh, sometimes it looks like it's way worse. Like this person has lost control of almost all motor function. Um, uh, uh, but um, there are times where you're reading it and almost line for line, this looks like something Dharma could have written. Okay. Um, yeah. So after, after Fee's scanned it a few times, um, he's going to look a bit shocked and concerned and look towards Jadzia. Um, and say, do you have any thoughts on who it might be? See, it's tough because Jadzia does, but she really doesn't want to admit it. (laughs) So she kind of just takes a step back and she's going to shake her head no, but it might be a bluff check. I would say that is a bluff check, yeah. It's just a pretty high bluff. (laughs) 22. Does that beat Fee's uh, passive insight? My passive insight is 22. <laughs> so yeah, um, she does beat it. That will surely beat Valis's passive insight. <laughs> Kaluna? Oh, Kaluna's not Kaluna's in the not there. <sighs> it would have beat hers too anyway, so I'm a good bluffer, guys. <laughs> I can fake uh, stupid like no one's business. Fee uh, is going to look at Jadzia um, and nod and say... What books have you got on you at the moment? A book on demons and a book on blood magic. And then she's going to ask why. I need to see both of them. Jodzi will nod and she'll um, just grab them out of her bag and hand them to Fee. Uh, Fee's going to sit in the hallway and flick through the books until he finds like notations from Darmok and compare the writing. Um, is he making a show of this? Is this something that he's trying to show both Phallus and Jadzia or just Jadzia uh, or um, he's not showing them okay but he is doing it obviously yeah he's, he's looking and comparing through uh, through it like in in the hallway so it's not like he's hiding it or anything right so yeah so um, yeah so after after a while he he's he would have obviously have come to the conclusion that Yes, he thinks that it is Darmok, um, and he's going to look at them. Uh, he, he's going to look at uh, Jadzia, close both of the books, and hand them back to her, and say, "I have a hunch as to who it is, but I don't think you'll like the answer." 
and I don't know how it's possible. Um, Jadzia's just going to look frightened and take another half step back like she's putting her back up against the wall and she isn't going to ask because it's a little bit obvious. Um, but she's just going to stay silent. Like She doesn't want to process it. Valis is very curious because he's following the conversation, but he's not jumping to the same conclusion that everyone else is. Would uh, would V notice the confusion on Valis's face? Um, I would say it's pretty obvious. Like he's pretty much like he's he's half a step from like what what fill me in. Like he's he's like he's it's pretty on the face of it. Um, okay, yeah, so uh, yeah, so V V's gonna look at Valis and think, okay. Yeah, he, he he hasn't quite got it, and he's gonna he, uh, he he's gonna say the other Tieflin. Um, he the, okay. So <clears throat> you can see you can see where he's processing it, and then there's that moment of realization, like, oh fuck that! No 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 no! There's the, like not not wanting to believe that at all. You realize that's impossible. That's that is exactly my thought, and that is. Well, I hope as well. But comparing comparing this letter to the notes that he's made on uh, the comparing this letter to the notes that he's made within these books, there are a couple of discrepancies. But the the general the general style and writing of of this letter is almost the same um it has it has the exact same undertones of of how he was how he jumped between his patterns of speech this is the only conclusion that i can come to and i don't like it either um valis is gonna look to jadzia is there any way he could have been tied to the house somehow do you think this letter was put in your bag before we even left? Jodzia looks like she's about to throw up. And she's going to try to hastily grab the books away from Fee and pack them away. And the second they are packed, she's going to run. Um, she's just going to turn and try to get out of the end. Um, fancy is... Uh, fancy. <laughs> fancy. <laughs> That herpes medication. <laughs> we call them Jalice. <laughs> we, yeah, that's right. That's their official couple name. Valis <laughs> um, is definitely going to try and keep pace. Like he is. Like it's. It's a little scary because while he's concerned, what it is is a lumbering giant tiefling stomping down the wooden floorboards of this hallway behind her. So to the common passers-by, this looks like. This kind of looks like Jatsy may be about to be assaulted. Something bad might happen. Like, I imagine that's what most people's conclusion would be. Now, they've all seen how peaceful Valis is, though. He, he never heard a flag. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> Everyone at this inn already knows about that. He would never hurt a teammate? Tree? <laughs> he never heard a tree. You never... Um, so, okay. What... The rest of the party, are they going to follow, or is this going to be more of a giver space thing? How do you want to play it? Kaluna doesn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> Fee would watch as they run down the hallway. Um, he He's contemplating chasing them, but he decides that 
she she is she is more likely to respond better to something that Valus would say than than anything that Fee would say because uh, Fee has a tendency of being slightly cold when he's talking about things and people because he doesn't have the experiences that 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 other people may have had. Um, so instead, he's gonna once once they they've kind of gone far enough down the um, down the corridor or out of sight, he's gonna sigh and then go back into the room. Where exactly would Jazzy be running to? Um, well, after she was out of the inn, uh, I don't think there'd actually be a destination except for away. Right. I'm not so, sure. Yeah. Um, again, Valis is trying to keep pace, but Jatsy is quicker than Valis. Uh, and at, at a certain point, once you once you've left the inn, he is he, he's going to kind of holler for her to to get her attention, just to try to get her to slow down or stop. I think like one if she's in a place where there is no one, like not on like a busy street or anything, she probably would just to catch her breath. And yeah, the street the street isn't really busy at all um uh it's still kind of early um the people who were getting up to hunt or fish or whatever have have kind of done so and it's a little early for most of the businesses to be open not business really it's <laughs> it's kind of a hunter's alley that's 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 this town's you know right. um so it's a little early for for them to open up so so Jadzia would stop but she's not turning around like She's clearly trying to fight something inside of her, and she's shaking a little bit. But she is staying still because he called out for her. Dallas is going to kind of hurry up across the street until he gets, I don't want to use the term, but within striking distance of Jessia <laughs> and just slow down a bit. You know we can't just ignore this. It said I would kill anyone who would try to tear us apart. We still don't know when it was written or who wrote it. Valis is going to get very close to Jadzia, and he's going to kind of, um, he's going to kind of slip his hand behind her neck and just kind of, uh, the palm of his hand is going to kind of cradle her face. Um, because his hand's so fucking big, it kind of <laughs> encompasses half of her head, really. It's, <laughs> no one is going to do anything to you. I promise. She's going to um, bring her hand up and kind of like clasp on to however many fingers her hand can hold, which I'm assuming is like two or three. <laughs> it's a big fucking hand. The letter, if the letter was from him, it wasn't talking about hurting me. And she's going to look up and meet his eyes. He wants to hurt you. And Valis is going to kind of look up for just a second. Just, just kind of, just kind of think about it. And he's going to get really close, just kind of like bend down and just kind of touch his forehead to, to Jadzia's. You've seen what I would do to a teammate. Imagine what I'd do to him. No one is going to hurt you. Um, Jadzia will... She'll probably, at that point, just let out this sigh of relief that's like... I would say like a sob chuckle. <laughs> like you know when like someone just can't deal with stress so they laugh instead right. it's a little bit like that but also a little bit more sad than that and she's just gonna fall into his chest and nod like she believes him um Valis is just kind of kind of 
close his arms around Jatsy and, and, and hug her. Just, just, just kind of anchor her to the street, basically. Just like, okay, no more running, firstly. Um, <laughs> and secondly, it's, 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 it's like he is trying to do anything in his power to comfort her, just to make sure that she's not, she's not scared anymore. After, after a few seconds of this, he's, he's going to kind of say, we should get back inside and deal with the others. I would imagine you'd like to get back on the road. Jetsia will just nod and kind of, she'll let him lead her there. She's almost like a zombie because she's still focused on that. Um, so let's say the party's kind of back together here. So I would imagine Fee is going to read this letter. My friends, I hope, I hope the wine helps you sleep and to recover from yesterday. With this note, I'm taking responsibility as well as some time away. Jadzia, you welcomed me into your home without question, even though I kept what I am a secret. I've never known how to apologize for that, under all this shame, but I am deeply, deeply sorry. Thing is, you're right. The beast inside me could easily destroy all of you. Even when I've pushed it far away, it's made the friends I care about the most nearly destroy each other. I have to take responsibility for that. The tension over the past weeks was never about Kaluna and never about Vallas. It was always about what I am and what I'm capable of. Why this has happened to me is for another time, but suffice to say, this is a monitor's punishment, I'm certain of it, and I've deserved it all. I have much in my past to regret and many things I've never discussed, so I've spent over a decade wandering in penance, alone, all to prove myself worthy, all to have a monitor turn his light towards me again. But for you, for all of us, I'm taking a stand. I've had enough. You've taught me that there's a place for me in the world. A monitor simply isn't listening to me. He continues to punish, despite there being no more for me to do. So, I'm done, even if he is not. It's well within my power to close this chapter and start another, and that's what I intend to do. I believe we all have far more to do with one another, and far more to champion in Theria. I ask you to give me the time for one last talk to a monitor, one last chance to either set things right with my god, or come back with his head. And I'll return soon. Days, not weeks. I've already taken care of the cost for last night's wine in the rooms with Mr. Breakin. I've left you all provisions as well, cornbread with honey butter, and a mix of herbs and spices for tea. The largest parcel is for Vallis. I know he likes my homemade honey butter more than most, despite the scowl on his face right now. So I'll meet you all in Brightport, or I'll track you from there. We will enlist this dragon to our cause, if it remains, and together we'll help Una defeat Strahd. Be safe and eat well. Merrick. One more thing. Kaluna, I gave you something when we first met, an insurance policy in case I ever put you in danger. You are the most loyal friend I could ever know, and without doubt you would defend me with your life. If I could not control this beast inside me, however, there's someone else I trust even more to do what needed to be done. Vallis, it's yours for now. I expect you to protect them all from me if needed. Okay, so, yeah, after after Fee's read it, um, he he would have read it out loud. Um, so, yeah, and he looks up for, from, from the letter and just goes, Ah, oh, shit! And slumps against the door. Kaluna is going to stare at him like as he's reading the letter they're not paying too much attention they're just sort of gathering up their stuff putting it in their bags but as the letter goes on and they sort of see where it's going they start sort of getting sloppier and more frantic and then as as Fee 
as Fee reads the last few lines, they are going to stop what they're doing and just stare at him with just the most broken look on their face. And as he, as he slumps against the door, they're going to stand there just sort of in shocked silence for a second. And then they're going to say, You're lying. They're just sort of going to stand there and just shake. Uh, so Kaluna obviously looks, looks completely distraught over this. As you're reading the letter, there's... Uh, Valis is definitely kind of grumbling. First kind of... Um, almost kind of a relief thing, like, good, he's not in the party. That's, that's a good thing. I, that, that's one less thing to worry about. Um, and then he kind of goes on about how he left the largest parcel of, of, of food for him because he knew he liked Merrick's cooking. And then as it goes on to, to wrap up, there's going to be a look that crosses Alice's face. That is the closest thing to guilt that you've seen him. Um, you've seen him show since, since he accidentally chopped Fee's arm off. Fee puts the letter on like a side table next to him. Um, and yeah, and it's like, okay, so what, what do we do now? Before anyone can say anything, Kaluna's going to snatch the letter really violently and just sort of like stare at the last few lines again. And then they're going to throw the letter and try to just storm out the room. Assuming um, Fee is not blocking the door. <laughs> he's out of the way now. I think um, Jadzia might call out to her, uh, to them, and just call out Kaluna's name and follow up until the door frame. But if then Kaluna does not turn around, she's going to let them go. Yeah, Kaluna ain't stopping for nobody. Kaluna is going out of the inn. <laughs> At the point when, when it's obvious that Kaluna's not coming straight back in, Fee will... Uh, Go after her. Um, Phallus is going to go ahead and follow. Um, it's an emotional choo-choo train. It's yeah. This is going to be one of those type of episodes, and the Bree stuff is probably going to make things too much better. Okay. Phallus is going to start uh, start to follow, and then turn around and make sure Jatsia is is right there. Like just kind of like, come on, I want to just kind of like <laughs> give a head nod. It's like I don't want you alone. Come on, we should keep an eye on everyone all right um Jodzia was gonna stay back but then when he did that she follows behind because she was gonna obsess about the letter <laughs> she <laughs> knows her very well um where is Kaluna stomping off to is it just Kaluna a- is going to try and see if they can track Merrick okay so each time someone storms past the front desk, Clay is going to try to give them a wave, like, good morning. And each time, everyone just kind of keeps storming past. They don't, they don't really break stride. They, don't, they, they just kind of keep going. Um, and he just kind of gives us, okay, bye. Like, he just kind of, like, kind of not, not defeated, but just more like, okay, bye. Like, the, like, you guys obviously have some place to go that's really important. Poor Clay. <laughs> It's named um, after dirt. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Kaluna likes dirt. I guess. Don't think do trees me... glo- grow in, tra- in clay. I think some do. Maybe. We're not talking about botany right now. <laughs> <laughs> there are more important things. Um, there are not. <laughs> um, do me a favor and roll a nature check if you could. Ooh. 
28. 28. Kaluna can kind of, um, a lot of the, uh, the, 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 the town itself kind of has dirt roads and, and things leading through it. So um, picking up an individual track is a bit tough, but you can see where, um, you can see where it looks as though, uh, it looks as though Merrick took his horse and uh, from what Kaluna can see, it looks as though he was riding north. So that's the best that Kaluna can tell uh, in town. Is 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 that technically the same way that we're going, or is it kind of like he's riding dead north kind of thing? Um, from what you can tell so far, it looks as though he's following the same road as you are, but his destination is most likely different, considering he he's he wanted to break apart from the party. Yeah. Would we be able to tell how much of a head start he has? Um, you're guessing he has probably two to four hours of a head start. Kaluna's going to sort of make note of where the tracks are going, and then they're going to whirl around and try to go back to the inn to grab their stuff. Okay. So it's pretty obvious to anyone who's watching what what Kaluna's doing, like what where, what her intent is. There. There. Damn it! <laughs> I figure if I just if I just do little little hey it'll work yeah. eventually <laughs> it's it's uh, i damn it i am gonna have to do that it, it's it's okay um so Vallis would try to stop her just them fucker <laughs> i caught myself on that one um Vallis would try to stop them and uh just 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 try and put like a hand up just just Kind of very, very passively, actually, for Valis, just, just to tr- try and show that like he doesn't mean Kaluna any harm. Just, just like give it one second. Like Kaluna will sort of just stop for a second and just yell "What?" and sort of he can see that they're trying to hold back tears because they're too cool to cry. <laughs> you realize he doesn't want to be followed, right? He's gonna lean in very close. He's Merrick. We promised. We have to go with him. He'll be back when he's ready. Whatever he has to do, he has to do alone. At least, that's what he's thinking. I'm sure he'll be fine. Let's just get to Brightport, and he'll catch up with us when he's done doing whatever it is he's doing. Kaluna's going to look... Going to have that face that you get whenever you're like, Well, you're right, but I don't want you to be right. (laughs) Just that's going around. Yeah, that's, it's fun. Very much just like really frustrated, and then they're going to just sort of they're going to just sort of body language. <laughs> they're going to body language at them. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. Um, they're going to just they're going to let out just a heartbroken wail and just start crying. Oh, God, you're going to make Phallus do stuff. Um, Valis is going to kind of reach up to put a hand on, on Kaluna's shoulder, but very tentative, very like there, there, just kind of like touching, just kind of like patting, like very, very gently, just to, again, because he, the last physical interaction that they had, he kind of stabbed her a bunch, so he's trying to just he got in trouble with, with members of the party for that, so he's just kind of like, I'm not stabbing, not stabbing, and just kind of very, very like gently patting her on the shoulder. Kaluna is going to just sort of like, Ugh. emotions are gross. 
Kaluna is going to like throw themselves at Ballas and sort of just like cry on him. Just sort of like, you're here, I'll cry on you. You're perfect. Um, okay, Valis is going to look over to Jadzia like, what, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? She's touching me. What do I do? <laughs> Jadzia would be a lot more active in this if she just hadn't <laughs> gotten all that yeah. news. Um, Jadzia will step forward because she sees that Valis is having trouble and kind of pat Una on, like, um, not Una, oh my goodness, <laughs> pat Kaluna oh. on the back, like, Kind of like she'll be right next to Valis so that her shoulder is right up against Valis. Almost like a group hug kind of thing, except not that physical because she doesn't like being touched very much. But she'll be rubbing Kaluna's back and she'll start making like little sh- 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 noises like to try to calm them down. He will join in the group hug on the other side to Jatia. Let's just make Valis more uncomfortable, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good plan. <laughs> Uh, Yay! How's about we do this? Yeah, can we cut away from this nonsense? I'm yeah, so mad I at emotions said, right now. I, so yeah. This, why is it the group who hates emotions the most is the one with the most emotions? What is, what, why do you guys get all the feels, is what I'm asking. It's Jasper's fault. Play. Jasper's fault this time. And Dharma. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're pretty much the same person, so... Yeah, pretty much. They're on the same level of awful. <laughs> There's seriously a knot in my stomach here. I don't want to do this, but okay. We should get ready and get back to things. <clears throat> okay. Let's catch up with things in Odyssea. Uh, which, timeline-wise, would take place well before what... what <laughs> you guys even arriving in Fair Bay, but um, for the sake of the show, this is how we're going to lay it out. <sighs> Brianna's going to turn around and look out this window and see Strahd flying towards the tower. Um, Strahd's mouth is going to open and he is going to try and bake this tower in flame. The jet stream is going to start at the base of the tower and work its way up, and Strahd is going to fly up against the tower itself and wrap his... his <laughs> Um, wrap his talons around it and his tail is going to kind of loop around the tower. And as he's doing this, his head is going to tilt up and point straight at the window that Bree's standing uh, in front of. Again, there is no there is no top to this tower anymore. It has been obliterated. Gone. Bree is going to dig in and let loose another torrent of energy pointed directly at this window. This is a long, um, kind of thin window. Uh, so it is it is wide enough for her whole body to be uh, kind of seen, but it's not it is definitely not large enough that that Strahd could poke his head in or something like that. But uh, this very concentrated uh, torrent of fire is going to erupt through the window and meet her blast. And there's going to be a bit of a stalemate for just a moment. As the flame hits this wall of energy and starts to wrap its way around the interior of this tower, it is going to heat heat this 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 place up immeasurably. Bree's going to start to sweat, and Strahd is not letting up. He he seems to be giving everything he has, and Bree is going to dig in. Just kind of erupt is the best word I can think of at the moment. And it's going to catapult her to, to, to the back of the tower, and she is going to slam against this wall. And that's how 
that's how much force she's putting into this. The area around the window itself is going to crack and split and cave. This wall is essentially going to give way and blow out. The fire is going to be pushed back and stop wrapping its way around the interior of the tower. And this blast is going to hit Strahd in the face. He is going to stop breathing fire. He is going to be momentarily stunned and kind of let out this noise that almost sounds like a whimper. Um, and as he's kind of shaking his head, trying to get trying to get his bearings again, um, his, his head is going to be tilted down. Bree is going to stop and drop to one knee. Um, she is bathed in sweat, and um, she's going to start to cough violently. Um, and after, after a few seconds of this, she is going to kind of uh, spatter blood under her face, where it's just kind of... She is openly coughing at the ground. So there's going to be a, a fairly decent measure of blood actually coming from this, this, this tiny person. Um, and she is going to take a deep breath and kind of acknowledge that this is happening, but this dragon is a much more pressing issue. She's going to tilt her head up, stand up, and run towards this window, or where the window used to be. This is where I need everyone to cross their fingers. She is going to do... uh, She is going to make uh, an acrobatics check to see if she can leap onto Strahd's face. (laughs) 16 is just going to clear the the jagged portions of this tower where the wall has broken apart. Strahd is still wrapped around the base of the tower. His head is very clearly visible. Brion is going to leap from the tower and land clearly in the center of Strahd's eyes on the bridge of his nose. She's going to raise her fist up and start to punch Strahd in the face again and again, over and over. Um, these are big, wailing, psionic punches. And after the third one, um, very visibly, uh, Strahd has been broken open um, on, the, on the bridge of his nose, and he is clearly um, both enraged and in a lot of pain. Strahd is going to start to shake his head violently. He's going to rear his head back uh, very quickly, and... Bree is going to have to make an athletics check to see if she holds on. As long as it's a 16 or higher, she is going to hold on and stay in the spot she's in. That is a 21. As soon as Strahd jerks his head backward, Bree is going to uh, kind of grip these little, uh, these spines that kind of cover all of Strahd's face, most of his body. And Strahd is going to take flight to try and get away from this, this this tiny person who's inflicting a great deal of damage to sensitive areas of Strahd's head. And looking down the instant, the instant Strahd takes flight, Bree is going to kind of be clinging to Strahd's face. And looking down, she can see where Strahd is losing a, a huge amount of blood. The spire that gouged his stomach is, is, uh, has done a great deal of damage. And um, she is going to catch her... She's going to get her balance um, while Strahd is in flight. And she is going to deliver another psionic punch. And this one is going to cause Strahd to bank and actually slam into an adjacent tower. And the two of them are going to go careening towards the ground. 
This tower has been clipped in half and has crumbled and fallen into the city and kind of broken over Strahd's back. And Strahd is going to slam into the ground. And let's see if Bree is going to manage to hang on. 25. Bree is going to hold on um, to Strahd's face and stay exactly where she was, kind of hugging her body against the, the contours of his, of his snout. Um, so damage to her is actually very minimal. Strahd is taking all of this, sliding into the ground after this tower has broken over him. I think that's a good time for us to catch up with the rest of the party and uh, nope. and, and see what they're doing. <laughs> no, keep going. Oh, I decided already, so. <laughs> Bree has spoken, Jason. Yeah, um, I'm calling all the real shots here. <laughs> As we all know, Bree is really in charge. <laughs> Goddamn puppet master. <laughs> um, I promise we'll catch up in, in just a little bit. Because this is this is this is interesting. Okay, if you promise. I promise. <laughs> Leaving Fair Bay. <sighs> okay, everyone, do me a favor. Roll perception, please. Oh, this only ever goes well for me. Oh, my sticky Kurt note won. is in the way. Twenty-seven. Mm, Twenty-two. Sweet. Yay. There you go. Wow, you are doing fantastic perception. I am doing today. pretty good today. Defeated ballsy, but it's okay. It's, 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 it's not, not important. There, up ahead on the road. A bunch of NPCs that we can use for fighting. Quiet, you. <laughs> <laughs> on the road, there, there's, there's, there's a man standing next to a cart with a broken wheel. Um, the, 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 this guy has uh, a slight paunch. Um, very, very... Not not handsome, not not ugly. Just kind of kind of a big nose, a bit of a patchy beard, kind of um, just 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 kind of middle of the road looking. Not not you know not you wouldn't notice him in town really if you if you know be kind of hard to spot. Maybe he doesn't stand out, but he is standing next to this broken cart, um, and he he appears to be um, from what Kaluna can see. Um, it appears as though he's pressed up against the cart itself. The the uh, it's heading in the direction that you guys had just left, and um, you're next to this little wooded area. And it appears as though he's pressed up against this cart and and maybe hiding. <laughs> no one's gonna make a move. Silence. Just... <laughs> no, I don't want to be the one to kill us. It's... I know. Someone else um, approach. This is where all the kobolds I... are. I know that I haven't seen it, but for um, description purposes, which side is he hiding? Is it? Uh... He is okay. The way he's facing, he is pulled over to the left-hand side of the road, um, heading in the direction that you guys had left, and he is um, hiding on the the roadside. So he's whatever he'd be hiding from. If he is hiding, he'd be hiding from something in the woods. Okay. Okay. So. Are you guys going to come to a stop or keep riding in? And um, if you are going to come to a stop, how close would you say that you are? Can somebody besides Jadzia do a perception check of the area? Oh, maybe someone who's like good at nature checks. Uh, maybe, maybe someone who's got really good perception and nature could check out the area. 
<laughs> yeah, that'd be <laughs> Could really be anybody. awesome. Could be, be anybody. Any. Would would nature or perception be better for this hypothetical someone? Well, phallus, if you're trying to it? spot the something, it's phallus, <laughs> yes, <laughs> super <laughs> perceptive phallus. If you're trying to spot something, let's say in a wooded area, you might want to use nature. Okay, then this hypothetical someone might use nature and might get a thirty-one. Um, or like this hypothetical person. <laughs> Me too. They're pretty cool. Um, Kaluna is going to notice. We were talking about Kaluna the whole time, is going to notice that um, the tree line seems to be shifting. That's very helpful. Would, Thank you. Which I'm not done. <laughs> which would indicate that something quite large is moving and stomping around. Um, just in just just outside of uh, of of you know getting a clear uh eyeline on it but it is definitely moving trees and bushes is this the you're guessing this thing is at least nine or ten feet tall i want my npcs <laughs> sorry uh, so kaluna sees that kaluna will tell everyone that something big is in the woods um, something big doesn't really help me if I want to do like a check on that, right? So after a few seconds, God damn it! No. After a few seconds, um, a very large rock is going to come careening out of this tree line and split this wagon in half, cleave the top portion of this covered wagon clean off. Um, and this guy is going to hit the deck on the other side of it. Um, goods, uh, like he, he has uh, what looks to be smoked meats and, and, and sugar, things like that, um, are going to come spilling out of this wagon and into the road. And this guy is shitting himself in just terror. Absolute terror. Grab the food and run. <laughs> okay. Um, history check. For the area to know if I know what kind of monsters populate the area. Sure. Twenty-three. Jatsy's done some reading. Yes. Um, because it's a good thing to maybe research the area you're about to travel through um, to see how dangerous a mission might be. I'm, I'm guessing that would be Jatsy's motivation. Yeah. The area between Fair Bay and Lockford is known as Hunter's Bounty. Um, now, for the most part, this is. Um, this is filled with a lot of common animals. They have been known to have some cobalt problems here and there. Nine foot cobalts, guys. Holy fuck. <laughs> the random unlucky traveler may hit the bad luck lottery and come across an ogre. So we're running, right? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Let's go. This guy's going to die and I don't want nothing to do with it. Nope. You guys going to nope right the fuck out of here, or... Uh, yeah. Uh, unless there's a reason for us to not nope the hell out of here, Jadzia definitely would. Well, do me a favor, roll a perception check, please, everyone. Okay. <laughs> 28. Oh, no, that's not... 26. Me. Yes, it is. 10! <laughs> We're back. <laughs> it's still double digits. <laughs> still double digits. Uh, Valus roll a 17. Kaluna and Fee are definitely going to notice this 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 very large ogre come stomping out of the woods after the rock is thrown 
and he is going to sink both of his hands into the contents of this wagon and tear the rest of the top of it off. Um, and he's going to kind of reach in and start grabbing smoked meats by the handful and, and just start kind of shoveling them into his head. Um, and there are these large sacks of sugar that are kind of just spilling everywhere and, and uh, just making a mess all over the, the little highway you're on. And then the ogre is going to notice the man cowering on the other side of it because the ogre is tall enough to stand next to the cart and see clean over the other side. Um, and he is going to start laying fists into this wagon to split it in two and get to the other side. Sounds like that I'm guy gonna... should run and we're leaving. <laughs> yep. Um, are you just gonna are you just gonna run right past? I'm 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 I feel asking. like such an asshole. Yeah, but at the same time, self-preservation. Three of us. Four. There's Valis is there too. Sorry, honey. Uh, <laughs> anyone else with a fuck no? Anyone? It's, um... Dane, I mean, if we can help the guy, I'd like to help the guy. He was dumb. Stayed with his cart. Should have abandoned that shit. Well, I think what he was hoping was that this thing would just kind of stomp on by. He, he has do... food in the cart. Well, what I'm saying is the way he was dressed, he should have been expecting for this to happen. <laughs> he was asking for it. <laughs> All tarted up like that? With his smoked meats hanging out for everyone to see. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he really should have seen, seen this coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it's his responsibility. So let's go around and I'll, I'll take a vote. Who is for trying to run by? You said you were going to go around, and then you didn't say anyone. Okay, um, Kaluna. We're leaving. Chadzia. Bye-bye. Fee. Leaving. Okay. <laughs> we're all cowards! We it's not cowardice, it's being today. smart. I have a really high wisdom. <laughs> um, you guys are going to, I'm guessing, just do a full bore sprint with your horses. Just gallop right the fuck by. Yep. Yep. Okay. Is this guy um, in the ogre's hands? Like, um, not yet. But he is. He is. He's practically laying underneath the cart. This guy is petrified. He's laying flat to the ground. Hey, guy! Right if you're staying on the side of the road, I'd try to pick you up. Fuck you! Let's go. <laughs> I was gonna. Ha- I was gonna try to help. He's an idiot. It's not my fault. He's petrified. There's <laughs> <laughs> a goddamn ogre. We just covered this, Jason. I know. I just... If I joke Valis about going... it, it means that I don't have to feel bad about this poor <laughs> oh. gentleman dying. Valis is going to give a second's hesitation. Damn it, Valis. Don't and be a hero, honey. Don't be just, he's going to watch, he's going to watch Jatsia ride off and he is, honey. he's going to look over to the guy and then just follow suit and, and follow Jatsia. You're like such a cunt right now. <laughs> Everyone roll a perception check, please. I don't want to. You're going to make us watch this guy get ripped apart. I am so glad I don't roll well. 21, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) The one time. This isn't fair. The dice just said, oh no, you're watching this. (laughs) I I just remember a briar troll at some point, and I just don't want... (laughs) More flashbacks. The ogre's going to make it through the cart. And when I say through, I mean he is going to rip this cart in half. Um, the horses in front are going to completely get spooked and start dragging the front half of the broken cart down the street as quickly as possible. The front two wagon wheels are intact and working, so they're going to book it and and book it fast. 
The man laying on the ground is completely petrified, and the front half of this wagon is going to kind of um, split apart and land on his leg, pinning him to the ground. The ogre is going to lay his palm flat against this man and crush his spine in one swift motion, pick him up, and bite off the top part of his body. And that is the last thing you see as you you ride off into the distance. Guys, the horses made it, and that's what matters. Well... <laughs> Onward. Uh, okay. Come back to Bree. She's being a fucking hero. That'll make us seem like we're more valorous than what we just did. She's fist fighting a dragon, and you guys ran from a single ogre. That's so great. You nine did say it was nine tall. to ten feet tall. That's big. It's true. Yes, Strahd's taller. I think all yeah. added up, we don't equal that height. Like if Fee and Kaluna and I stacked <laughs> ourselves up, I don't think we reach nine feet. I'm gonna check. Let's see. We got well, five Kaluna's foot eight. Five foot nine. Okay, I was exaggerating by a bit, but <laughs> if we were well, gnomes, my point remains. If we were gnomes, <laughs> I hate oh. this. <laughs> I'm a monster. Oh. <laughs> Arriving in the town of Lockford, I'm going to ask you guys a question. You have been riding for <laughs> easily a full day. Would you like to just ride past Lockford and continue on to Whitehedge? What do we know about Lockford? Ooh, Kaluna probably knows a lot about Lockford, right? Lock, yes, Kaluna would know a lot about Lockford. Perhaps Kaluna would like to fill in the rest of the party. Little tidbits about Lockford and its surrounding forest, the Silver Glade. I think Kaluna would love that. Jason? <laughs> Lockford? And did you notice how my voice went up a couple of octaves when I said that? <laughs> Lockford is a pleasant little town with a not-so-pleasant history. A couple of years ago... Um, there was a, a young gentleman by the name of Trevor McBride who was bitten by a werewolf, um, ended up hiding that fact from the rest of the town, <laughs> losing himself to, to, to the curse, attacking people in town, and then not only escaping, but pretty much unionizing the local werewolves and started attacking the town. On top of a constant onslaught of werewolf attacks, the Silverglade is also whole, uh, home to uh, things like uh, trolls. Basilisks are, are, are a bit of a problem. Um, and a couple of other not-so-pleasant creatures. On the outskirts of Lockford, there's an area called the Moors, which is famous for being pretty much a unicorn settlement, uh, which is only a problem if you're an elf. Well, none of us are elves, so that's good. So Kaluna is going to relay that to the rest of the party. Having that knowledge now, would you like to stay in Lockford for the night, or would you like to ride on by? What time is it? Oh, it's heading on dusk. <sighs> Staying in Lockford sounds like it would be... Staying in an inn where there are metal bars on the doors, and... Um... We can always bar up the doors with, like, extra furniture. We are not going to leave if we hear people screaming. Nope. <laughs> We're the worst. Heroes! <laughs> Kaluna you know, never it's... claimed to be a hero. Just saying. Fee is a said that Jensia is a coward all the time. Valis is a follower. Um, <laughs> See, Kaluna well, has seen Luna, these werewolves in action. And all these other things, probably. Kaluna knows. You know, Luna took a lot of flack for being headstrong and shitty about it, but was she accidentally your moral compass? Yep. yep. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Okay. 
Huh. You know, if we had at least, like, a Merrick, I think we could have maybe taken on <laughs> yeah. the troll. And he was our motor compass for a while because of the whole, you know, God thing yeah. he liked to do. <laughs> that whole thing. But then he left. <laughs> that hobby of his. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that hobby of his. Jeez. Riding towards Lockford. Um, there is a thick fog settled in the area. Lockford's kind of in a valley. Um, and the fog settles around this town, um, which is unfortunate because it makes it much tougher to see things that, let's say, were running incredibly fast on all fours and have razor-sharp talons. Fuck you, Jason. <laughs> Love you, Bray. <clears throat> um, there are guards stationed at the front the front archway of the town. The town itself is uh, surrounded by a waist-high wall, which you would guess, considering this town's history, wouldn't really keep much out. Anyone who could lift their leg and step over it could breach this town's walls and pretty much have a buffet of, of delicious people to eat. How the fuck are these people alive? <laughs> like, Winterhaven made sense. They had a big wall. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's a legitimate question. They kind of stay alive by, uh, well, as we found out, tricking local fucking people into into fighting their fights for them. These guards are going to stop you at at the gate here, which isn't even a gate. I'm sorry. They're going to stop you at the town's entrance. Ho, ho, hold up, hold up. I'm afraid the town's on lockdown right now. What, what are you people looking to do? Sleep. We're not allowing strangers in. Fuck you. At the moment. Um, Any particular reason? Uh, the, the one guard's going to look to the other, and uh, the other's going to say, they have a right to know. We had, a, we had a group come through about a week ago. Someone in their party was bitten, and they ended up attacking the town. We're currently trying to take care of the problem, but until we do, we're, we're not letting anyone... We're not letting anyone in after dark. We have set up an area just to the east of town where you can camp out and you should be fine, but no one's allowed in the the town proper. I'm sorry. I don't quite understand how that is our problem for getting into the inn. Why is somebody somebody else's errors affecting people who have done nothing and have no responsibility in this in this situation we we just want to come in and sleep for the night i understand if it seems unfair but we the town has a long history of trusting strangers and sadly when we end up doing that we end up getting hurt it's just temporarily i'm i'm sure this will be lifted after a few days or so um but you're more than you're more than welcome to come back during the daytime hours and, and speak with our mayor. And maybe he'll make an exception for you, but... Okay, who has a high intimidation check? I want to interrupt them. Anyone? <laughs> Can anyone intimidate? Plus four? I don't even, I don't even want to dipl- diplomatize. I just want into this fucking town. There's Valis. Uh, what is Valis's? Let's see. I just know it's, it's Valis. That's all I know. That's one of the two things he's really quite good at. A twelve? Yeah, that 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 that'll be the best, because my my mine's a plus nine, so. But. Um, then the second they realize that they're not able to get into town, like before, 
she, like, Jazia's not even really listening. She's just kind of looking at the night, and she knows how dangerous it is here. So as the sun's setting, she's getting more and more nervous. And she's going to tug on uh, Valis' sleeve while the men are still talking and say, they, we need to get into town. And she looks terrified. Um, Valis is going to step down off of his horse and approach these two guards. <laughs> That's a lot of clicks. <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> Um, and he's going to get right up in the face of the one who was talking. Um, and he's going to kind of grip the dagger that's 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 uh, on his waist. We need to get in. Now, there are two ways that's going to happen. You're either going to step aside, or I'm going to gut you in front of your friend. And he's not going to do a damn thing to stop me. And he's going to look to this guy's friend and... Let's see... That's a 29. <laughs> Thank you, Dallas. <laughs> These men are going to very abruptly part and and let you through. Um, do, me, do me a favor. Everyone roll a perception check, please. <laughs> so please. 35. Jesus. 26. 21. 15. Okay, well, Valis didn't perceive this, but... He was too busy being a is... fucking badass. <laughs> The rest of the party is going to hear a sound. A very distant, very distinct sound. And that is the sound of a howl. Um, And it's just kind of bouncing off of the night air. And it's going to kind of send a chill up Jadzia's spine that if these guys didn't part and you were forced to either camp out or keep going, something terrible could have happened to your party. Um, Thank you, Val. Jutsia <laughs> is going to kiss him on the face. <laughs> Do you realize what could have happened if you did not get into this town? Could have been TPK? eaten by so many things. TPK. <laughs> Completely. <sighs> this is a dangerous fucking journey you guys are on. <laughs> like every five seconds we're just doing damage control. Like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the floor is lava. That's what you're playing. You're playing a game of the floor is lava. <laughs> it's true. It's especially it. scary for Kaluna. Ah, because she's a tree. How's about we catch up with Bree? Yeah. Yep. Good. And here's where we find out if something really good is going to happen, or if something really bad is going to happen. <sighs> okay. Bree is going to kind of shake her head. Um... This this was a tremendous crash, and even though, um, even though she managed to s- stay clung to Strahd's snout, um, she did take some collateral damage from the fall itself. She her head's just kind of ringing. Um, not to mention the toll her body's going through just keeping up with with this this amount of power usage. Um, that by now she would have had to charge at least two or three times, and she's just continuing to push herself. And she's going to kind of stand up. And she's going to lose her balance and fall off of Strahd. Strahd is going to start to stir very slowly. Um, a tremendous amount of damage has been done to Strahd um, in the past hour. As incredibly powerful and mighty as this dragon is, everything has a limit. And it would appear as though Strahd has almost reached his. At the same time, Bree is not doing any better. And she is going to go into this sputtering, coughing fit. And another large amount of blood is going to be expelled. Um, and she is 
uh, it's going to bring her down to both knees. Now, Strahd is sprawled out onto the ground, and he is taking up an immense amount of space within Odessia. And if you were to pan over the scene, this place is wrecked. The tallest tower in Odessia, which was once kind of this 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 beacon of everything that 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 civilized life could be this was the city uh, the Eladrin took great pride in it and it is pretty much it is pretty much destroyed Strahd is going to start to stir and Bree is going to try to stand up and falter under her own weight and crumble to the ground again Strahd is going to plant his feet and with his one good eye, he is going to focus on Brianna. And he is going to shake off the, the pain that is coursing through every bit of his body. And he is going to narrow his one good eye at this girl. His head is only a few feet off the ground, and he is going to lift it up, open his mouth. He is going to slam his head forward and take Brianna whole into his mouth. And she is going to disappear. Strahd is again going to start to lift his head off the ground, and it's you can tell that it's even even this small amount of motion is causing him immense pain. And he is going to tilt his head backward. And then a brilliant flash is going to go off in Strahd's mouth. And Brianna is going to use decimate. The bottom portion of Strahd's head, jaw and all, is going to disintegrate as it explodes. And Brianna is going to fall several feet to the ground. The life is going to leave Strahd's eyes and his head is going to fall forward as his neck gives way. (laughs) Strahd's head and the upper portion of his jaw are going to fall in such a way that they slam down over top of Brianna. But none of his teeth or anything that would crush her is going to is going to touch her. She is going to pretty much she is going to be pretty much untouched inside of Strahd's head. And the city of Odessia is going to go quiet. In the town of Lockford. The party has settled down for the evening, and luckily um, you've gotten off the road before it got too dark, and something bad may have happened. Vallis and Jatsy are in their room, and Kaloon and Fee have bunked down in another. Yeah, so uh, Fee, Fee is, Fee's been looking around the room for a bit, and he, he kind of stops and um, runs his hand over, over the, the desk that's in the room and looks at it thoughtfully. Uh, Kaluna will notice that he's staring at it and go over and sort of investigate. And they'll, um, they'll ask, uh, what's that? Oh, um, there, there appear to be names written in this, in this desk. Um, I'd imagine that they're adventures who have passed through, um, Judging by the town, I I doubt that they've made it very far. Uh, let's see. There's uh, Michael Pettigrew, 
Adrian Whitley, Kurt Megal Megley, Megley, Alex Herrera, Chris Kent, Kira, Thunderbird, Zolin, Devin Dace, Alex Lindley, and Morgan Hurst. Fee's then going to look out the window uh, and then go sit on the bed. Kaluna will look down at the names, shrug, and then go to bed. And I think that's probably a good time for us to stop for the night. <laughs>